Sylvester Vanderwater. And we see Tesho Akindele make his uh, debut on the right wing. But we escape with a point. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? What is going on? I wish I had an answer for you. I just... I feel like now I'm just directing this question more at the club, per se. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not even... Because I know none of us have an answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wish I did. I, I wish I had an answer, too. I wish I could let everybody know, because it's a question that's on everybody's mind. I mean, this guy comes in. He's a high-profile signing for us. He looks amazing when he gets minutes last year, but he obviously wasn't first choice for other reasons. And then this year, when he should be the clear first choice, he's not included in the squad. And then he comes back, and he's not seeing minutes, and we, we choose Tesho over giving him minutes. Like, I mean, I'm reading on Twitter right now. He cleared health and safety protocols, came back in training March 16th, according to Austin David on Twitter. So it's been, thir- what is it, 13 days now? Today's the 29th, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's right yeah, there. It's so almost two weeks of being out in health and safety protocols, if he had COVID, the only answer that I can think of is it's messed up his lungs and he's like, ah, I can't breathe. But from tra- training videos, it doesn't look like that's the, uh, yeah, that's that's the scenario. Yeah, I mean, he's posting training videos and he's clearly training with the with the squad. Mm-hmm. He's he's involved. It's not like he's off to the side still in, in protocols. So, I don't know. I mean, not even not even off the bench. Not even off the bench, you know what I mean? Like, we just... We rocked with Tesho until the 70th minute when we decided to sit, and mm-hmm. we and we made our defensive subs. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't. This is just another poppy thing. It's like yeah. why, why one does Tesho really even start at this point when you have Caro and Pato? Right. You have Sylvester Facu- well, Facundo is out obviously with Uruguay, but then that just frees up space for Sylvester to start. Then you have Benji on the other side. And then if if need be, you bring Tesho on for some reason out on the wing. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, we're short an attacker. Like, you got to bring him on. But at this point, I, who, the only reason, or the only person that knows why he isn't playing is Poppy and maybe some of the training staff. Yeah. At this point, that's clearly the only, the only people that know, and they're not letting anybody else know. So, I don't know, man. I just... I mean, I'm glad to see Urso get a you know a goal mm-hmm. that's actually standing this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, almost it was almost an own goal too. Yeah. Defender came in and literally just put the bottom of his cleat, hit the ball right off of Urso's foot. So it worked out well. Urso still would have scored, but a goal is a goal, and it came off of another pretty pato pass. Yeah. He looks decent. He's he's showing some form. For mm-hmm. us now, I mean, he may not be goal scoring as much as we want him to be, but he we got to be realistic about his ability at this age. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're gonna see those flashes of him be, you know, being that top class player, and then we're also gonna see the flashes of the age come into play. So I think we we're gonna see that kind of starting later into the season. I feel mm-hmm. with him not playing maybe as much. But if we still see him fit and playing later on into the season, the amount of minutes that he's getting right now, I wouldn't complain at all with no. the form that he has. No, absolutely not. 
what I kind of want to talk about about this game is the fact that you see us doing well in this game, even until they get the red card, mm-hmm. and then we make those defensive subs and we sit. Something that we talked about before the game where it's like this is not a, one of those teams that we were going to be able to sit and defend against and come out of this game. Like We really needed to try to create and do things. So we see the red card in the 76, which is about seven minutes, six, seven minutes after we see Schlegel and Andres come onto the pitch. Mm-hmm. So well, as soon as we see that happen, it seems like almost like a shift and Portland's like, all right, we're going to go for this now. You know what I mean? You kind of have to at that point. And that, I don't know, I understand trying to protect the lead. It's later in the game, but you still got 20 minutes in the game and against a team like that, a man down, why not try to capitalize and get another goal? You know what I mean? I think what may have happened, uh, Mauricio got hurt in the 65th, I believe, or maybe a little bit earlier. But maybe he saw that we couldn't progress in the attack that well without him on the field. And then we just said, let's sit back. Which I still don't agree on completely because we still have talent out on the field. But Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I can think of. So that's where my thing is. Yeah. If you're seeing if you're seeing a lack of creativity in the attack because Mauricio has to come out, why not bring on one of your most creative players that you have on your bench to help accommodate that? My thing is, we bring on, uh, where is it? We brought on Andres Fertesho mm-hmm. in the seventieth. That's before the red card. It's right around when Mo got hurt. And it's before they scored their goal. So we bring him on. We bring on Andres for Tesho. Then we're running with four midfielders again at that point before Mo comes off. So why isn't Sylvester coming on for Tesho as a like-for-like replacement? And then I, w- I wouldn't be mad at bringing Schlegel on for Mo if he's hurt to right. then sure up the game. So then you still have... Because at that point, we only had Benji and Pato. They were really attacking players right. on the pitch. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're trying to sit back and just get the or get the three points on the road, but we still did that, and they had a man less than us, and they still scored. Yeah. So it was just kind of a mess. Yeah, it's that's what I that's the frustrating thing I think for me is like we try to shore up the defense and protect the three points, and what ends up happening. Whereas I feel like we looked more the threat when we were on the offensive, mm-hmm. and we were trying. One hundred percent. I didn't feel truly that Portland was going to find that goal. You know what I mean? Especially when they went a man down. And then as soon as we started sitting is like, I don't know. It kind of, that's when it was like, all right, we really shouldn't be doing this right now. We need to, we need to stop. And then sure enough, like. Because at that point you give Portland, they have all the possession pretty much in the last 20 minutes, 15 minutes. And you're playing with, Two fullbacks, three center backs, four midfielders. You're, you're asking for a person to be out of position. With that many defenders, defending players that want to defend first, there's going to be some space that... We literally saw it on the penalty. Well, <laughs> With One, it was a stupid challenge by Andres. But then two, like there's a, the freeze frame that I pulled up mm-hmm. of when Andres makes that challenge. Robin and Antonio are right on top of each other. Caesar's just chilling on top of the box. Andres is pressing him for 
I mean, but I, who knows I, what. I understand stepping to him, but not but stepping not, yeah. on him, my boy. Like Stepping on him with a lot of help <laughs> behind him in the box. Yeah. There was just no need for the tackle with the support that he had. Our two center backs, like the positioning, that kind of pissed me off too. Mm-hmm. Yes, the our defensive midfielder should be the first one to step to him. He did it wrong. Two, our center backs shouldn't be on top of each other. No. Why are you right next to each other? Mm-hmm. Like you can't even really see uh, Antonio sitting there behind Robin. That should just never happen. Yeah, no, it was it, it looked like a mess. We looked out of place defensively for the first time this season, I think, where I've looked at it and been like, what are we doing mm-hmm. right now, you know? So hopefully that's just, uh, you know, something that we need to work out. And it's not – it's a one-off occasion. Mm-hmm. But if we start seeing stuff like this creep into our game more often, I think we're going to have to be asking questions about their, like, confidence in, in their positioning and their knowledge about where to be, you know? Yeah, maybe a mix of throwing Andres, Caesar, Schlegel, Joel Matinho, Kyle Smith, slash Ruan, whoever is on there at that point. Um, I don't even know how many important defenders I can name. But just all like I'm looking at it right now, it's Andres stepping to him, Robin a step away, Antonio under Robin, then I think it's Schlegel, Joao, and they're all within five yards of each other, and then it's I can't even I think that's Joao. Caesar, yeah, and then this is Junior, yeah, and then this is Ruan out here on top of the box. I'll throw the picture up there so you can see what I'm talking about, but yeah, it, it didn't look good. Yeah, I mean. Look like Man United. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> my thing is too, like so you saw us able to control the game when they were at full squad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not like they lost one of their attacking players through a red. It was Van Rankin, you know what I mean? That's their that's their right back. Mm-hmm. So to me it's like first off, like yes, I'm sure he gives them something going forward. But now they're playing with three center backs, more than likely. I'm not. I didn't. Don't remember seeing the change, but I'm sure that that's what they ended up going to because they were a man down. Eric Williamson's a midfielder. I don't know who Bunny is, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, there's that. I guess TV will just shut off when it wants to. <laughs> that's fine. But either way, we still shouldn't have sat. You know what I mean? No. Like. In my opinion, they probably went to a three-back and gives us more of an opportunity to try and find that second goal. Yeah. I mean, you're a man up. You should be able to control and dictate the game. Even if you want to have 80% of possession from here on to the end of the game, there should be no reason up a man you should sit back that much. And it came back to bite us. Yeah, well... it did, but it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, it did come back to bite us, but what really came back to bite us was our just stupid tackling again. You know what I mean? Our inability to, to go in on the ball correctly. We see it happen a lot in big games, you know what I mean? This one obviously didn't affect us that much, but, like, the one that comes to mind every time I see something like this is Moe's red card and against... It was New England, right? Yeah. In the playoff, that literally was the reason that we lost that game because they went on to equalize on that goal and then score one late. You know what I mean? Like that 
then Ruan against uh-huh. NYCFC in the game before, just uh-huh. kicking the guy while he's on the ground. Mm-hmm. And you see it a lot. You see stupid tackles from Joao, and you see him from Andres. And we saw him from Nani in years past, you know, before. And, yeah. we, we, you know, it's like, what is the discipline, you know, is what worries me about that. I think that's the big thing, the big takeaway from this game was the discipline. You know what I mean? Mm. Discipline in defending wasn't there. Discipline in making that that tackle wasn't there. So. Hear me out. This is why I think we should have a more vocal captain on the field to keep guys disciplined. Because Mauricio, yeah, he's he's a good leader, but he's not that vocal. Like, Carlos, if you do something that stupid, he's going to be that, on yeah. top of you. Yeah. Whoa. I think it's a nice one. Yeah. It's gotta. It's gotta be that we have to like establish a leadership team. You know what I mean? If there yep. isn't one already, and there has to be more respect given to the people that are in that leadership team outside of the captain's band. So like, we see it at Arsenal. You know what I mean? Like Laka has the band, but the vocal leader of that team right now is Aaron Aaron Ramsdale. You know what I mean? He's he's back there at the keeper. You know what I mean? He's obviously yep. one of the most vocal players. So we could see that here where. Mo is that calm Mauricio. I'm sorry. We that's another thing too. We gotta make sure that we uh, we say the full names. Mo is Mauricio. Mauricio. It's good. We'll slip and call him Mo, but Mo is Mauricio. Um, he uh, he is a very calm presence on the pitch. You know what I mean? And he can be that leader on the ball. Mm-hmm. But we do need to see Antonio be able to step up and rip into Andres in that situation because that's just you will see him do it sometimes. Yeah, but I feel like we see it on the off occasion, and I feel like something may be said to him about, like, what are you doing, bud? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the captain's job. Like, Yeah, they do it on the field, but let's say that tackle happened in the first half. I guarantee you Mo was talking to Andres in the locker room at halftime. Mo is talking to Andres. I see what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing. It's just a different type of captaincy, which yeah. is what we're talking about, so... Different ways of, of leading. Mo doesn't do it the loudest way vocally. No, I mean, speaking of leaders, I don't know. If, is there anything else you guys want to talk about in this game? I mean, at the end of the day, we walk away from Portland with a point, and that's four points on our little away trip to the West Coast. So you can't really complain about it. I'm happy about it, but just we should have got all six points. Yeah. But, I was going to say we were talking about Mo, but we didn't really mention his injury. Mm. We mentioned it a little bit, sorry. But uh, I think there could be some stuff that happens in the lineup. Maybe we finally see Sylvester come into the lineup. Maybe move Facundo into that attacking mid-roll, and we can see that, like we've been talking about, or even him as a false nine, Mm -hmm. and uh, see something happen there, just if he's out. I could either see that happen, or Pato's been playing some good balls. Yeah, I could see him maybe play a little deeper and I don't know it'll be interesting I still haven't seen what Mauricio's injury was so hopefully nothing yeah you know it's just a knock and they just pulled him out to stop it but yeah I would like to see some changes in the lineup you know what I mean give the guy some rest he's obviously getting up there in age and he's getting hurt so we yeah. want to try to Stop it, but speaking of the captains, you boys were at the game 
at Explorio the other night. Not for an Orlando City match, though. No, for the men's national team. And you guys saw our captain bag himself a hat trick. Captain America. Captain America and the uh, Chelsea boy for you, so I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. would buzz oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I saw that, that I was like, you know what? There aren't two people that I would rather see that live than these two guys sitting right here. So talk about it a little bit, you know? The atmosphere of the stadium, the, the game itself. You can edit first. I mean, it was an excellent game to go to. Uh, it was fun. The atmosphere was insane. It was so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played a near-perfect game in a game that we had to win at home. And now we're one step closer to the qualifying. So Got a foot in the door. Just got to finish it off. Oof, not win by... No, not sorry. Not lose by more than five goals. Yeah, which is gonna that'll be a tough feat to make happen. So, I we we basically clinched. Obviously, we haven't fully clinched yet, and I'm not gonna say that we have, but that's uh, what we needed. Someone on the field messed up. I don't know if you saw it, mm. but they were coming over and they had this banner that said "Thank you, fans," and they were coming over to over to the wall with it, and then there was another banner that popped up. And there was like seven players holding it, and it said qualified. Oh. And they ran over to the wall with the banner that said qualified, and we weren't qualified. <laughs> and they pulled it down like three seconds later, like, ah, get this out of here. You could tell yeah. the players were like, well, what? Wait, what? Ooh, did we? <laughs> did, did Costa Rica, wait, was it Costa Rica we needed to win? Or lose? We needed Costa Rica to lose or lose. Yeah, yeah, it's like, wait, did something happen since the last time yeah. we heard about that game? <laughs> no, yeah, that was kind of funny, but it would have been great if we qualified here. But, I mean, we basically did, so it's great, yeah. but. Uh, so I was listening to, or I was watching the CBS Sports post-game reactions, and they were saying, they were praising the fans in Orlando. Even some of the players were praising the fans. It's like, yeah, we love to play here. I know that he said, Pulisic said again, because it's the second time we've played Panama here now. He's like, yeah, I love playing in Orlando. Um, so if you want to sign a contract, you're more than welcome to. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Bring it on over. <laughs> and then they're saying that the fans in uh, in Costa Rica are going to try to do the same thing that we just did at Panama because they want that spot, that third spot or the second spot, just as badly as we want it. Right, of course. So we're going to have to fight through what Panama just fought through and hope that it's not a similar result. Yeah, it's very likely that, you know, I, I, I'm not saying very likely, but there is a possibility there that that could happen, you know, and you, you're in that atmosphere you're dealing with opposing fans and stuff mm-hmm. like that but man I'm good to see I'm happy to see you know some great goals Pulisic's non-penalty goal class oh. class oh. Oh. that was phenomenal I mean you saw goals from uh, Areola as well he, for a smaller guy he that header yeah solid was nice. was some, there was some malice behind that that's for sure yeah and Jesus Ferreira got a goal. Yeah, we finally Ferreira. see a nine score. Uh, what crazy. number nine problem? What goal scoring well, problem? Uh, <laughs> we'll find out in November. That's, but oh. <laughs> I, um, I'm happy to see the atmosphere, obviously, because it's the last qualifying game before the World Cup this mm-hmm. year, and before we see the you know World Cup following that come to the states. Yep. So us being one of the potential host locations here for the states, obviously, just made a great case. Yeah, makes a great case. Shows you know that maybe 
you know, you played in the Citrus Bowl, obviously, where we have a bigger... Around 60K yeah, capacity. Yeah, 60K somewhere. capacity, so it's we could easily fill that, you know Comedy, what I mean, yep. with people traveling and stuff like that, so... The Copa America was hosted here in 2016. Those are, there were great atmospheres for every single one of those games. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy to be at also. Even for a Brazil-Haiti game, I think Brazil won 7-1. And, like, Haitian fans, they, they don't care. They could be down 22-0, and, and they're still so singing. Gonna, yeah. So, I mean, you see all these different nations come over here, and you're going to have singing fans in the stadiums, especially in Orlando, because it's just, like, a massive mixing pot. Mm-hmm. So you have people from pretty much, like, every nation. Yep, there'll be people here that yeah. will go out to support their home nation no matter what, and then, obviously, people that travel here. We have mm-hmm. Disney and all that kind of stuff, so it's just a little bonus for our, all that. But... I would like to see a similar performance from our boys. Yeah. What do we all? <laughs> when they return home on the second. I think Canada plays... Uh, Pan- Canada plays Panama. Panama yeah. And we play Costa Rica. Right now, Canada has, I believe, a three or four plus I think it's goal four. differential advantage on us. Mm. Pretty sure it's four. four. So, for us... Yes, they have plus 17, we're plus 13. So we'd have to obviously get a five-goal advantage over whatever their result is. Mm -hmm. Or if they lose by one, we win by four. I would love to top the group. Yeah, It just makes everything easier on us. But at this point, it's looking a little hard to top the group. Shout-out to Canada, though. Qualifying for the first time since uh, 86. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, congrats. I mean, I'd rather see them qualify than Mexico. I'm going to be real with you. Orlando City built Canada, for being honest. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we did. I just... Between I, Kyle Laren, Richie Larea, and uh, Kamal Miller, yeah. we've built Canada. I definitely prefer uh, the Canadians to the try, so... How great would it be if Mexico fell? Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, I love it. And went into the, the playoff spot. And lost. And lost, yeah. And lost to, like, Jamaica. Jamaica just pulls out some, something crazy. Oh yeah, no, they're, they're, I think, I think the playoff would be New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. <laughs> Mexico loses to New yeah. Zealand in the playoff. Well, even if if it stays the same way it is right now, I would I would like to see Costa Rica beat New Zealand. Yeah. Why not throw them in the World Cup? That'll be fun. Yeah. Represent for Concacaf. Conca- I mean, they had a good year in 2014. I think it was. They went to yeah. They have a, what are the things, a guy named Brian or something. He's like, he's older now, but he's the Costa Rican legend for them. And he's, they got, I think, Brian Ruiz. There it is. They got 36. A Navas. Kaylor, yeah. No, Kaylor deserves him. another World Cup. Yeah, he's just not going to get a win tomorrow, though. No. I not. really want to see United States come out and just win. A, like in a strong way mm-hmm. and just show the rest of the world that we're coming to the World Cup and we're going to show you what the U.S. is all about. I just want a strong performance against them. It was definitely the first convincing performance I've seen in a little while for them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was a home game against the team that is lower than us in the rankings. We should do what we did. So that was the first time I've seen that in a, in a decent minute. Yeah, I mean, I can't really... I guess 3-0 Honduras, but I believe all three of those goals were scored. Nope, just kidding, different game. 
uh, was it El Salvador that was where we scored all of our goals in the second half because our first half performance was just Miserable. terrible? Or is it maybe is this when Anthony Robinson scored? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be one nilling Honduras at home. I, I just it baffles me because then we can come out and thrash Panama. Yeah. So it just depends on which USA you get. Hopefully we continue getting the USA that we saw what three nights ago, two nights ago. We need to. Yeah. It'll be tough, but gotta make it happen. Have to. Finish the job, right? That's what we're that's what they're saying. Only forward. Only and however forward. you say it in Spanish, because we Sola Palente. I'm sure you butchered that, but Sola. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we need Alan's we'll throw in Alan's Espanol corner. Yeah. Over here on the <laughs> <laughs> So this is I really would like to see five goals from us. When we come back home, Orlando City, that being... That would be nice. That's not going to happen against L.A. Yeah. I... I don't know. Like, LASC seems to have this thing with games where it's... Where we go again with this guy. What? Me? Yeah. What? Talking about... you. Talking about these teams, like, oh, well, they have these... You were oh, I was going to say, they have these games where it's, like, 3-2, or, like, they trade goals back and forth, but end up topping teams. So, we could see another high-scoring high, high scoring game, but maybe our defense is good enough to try to keep Vea out. Yeah. yeah. It'll definitely help having Galassi back. Yeah. It would be nice to score the third goal that's been scored on them all season, so... Maybe Facundo gets that one because Uruguay just rested him for a whole week. That'd be great. For us. It's just a little, little, you know, little rest, a little experience at a higher level, and then mm-hmm. come back here and do the job for us, my boy. They saw they beat Colorado by 3-0. They drew with Portland at home. Mm-hmm. They, lost, they beat uh, Miami 2-0. And, Joke of wow. the club. <laughs> and then they just beat uh, Vancouver 3-1. So this is going to be a very good matchup. You know, we match up very well on paper. So this is really... Mm, I guess Portland's a true test also. But like, This is like a true, true test. Yeah. Because Portland's been up and down this season. Portland's been up and down. They've been consistent. They haven't dropped points. They haven't lost a game all season. Mm. They've only drawn the one and they've only had two goals scored on them. So, even away from home, they're getting the job done. So, this is a a very good test for us to see if we have a quality team come in. Come in. Can they survive the wall? Yeah. You know what I would love to see is can we just fill the stadium up? That's another thing. Can we pack 25,500 fans in If there's a game for it to happen, it's Carlos Vela and LAFC coming here. Why not? I mean, it's like you saw the atmosphere at the U.S. Men's National Team game. Imagine that every single game. Our home field advantage would be so crazy. It can be. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) People just got to show up. Yeah. We have some of the most passionate fans in the game when they're there. Yeah. Like, I know I fall victim to that, too, sometimes, where it's like, oh, I got work, like, I can't make it, and, you know, whatever. But at the same time, like, I can pull up after I get off of work and just catch the second half. Like, I'm a season ticket holder. I already bought those tickets, so mm-hmm. what's the... Might as well make use of them. What's the issue, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, one thing 
we got to worry about along with Carlos today is Ismail Tajiri Shradi, former wow. NYCSE player, averaging 36 <coughs> minutes per goal in the season. So he's been a decently dangerous yeah. from an yeah. NYCSE player to actually scoring. <laughs> I just hope Joao's not a sleeper agent this whole time and this is what he scores on. Oh, gosh. I'm at, you're, you are going to go off. <laughs> you are. He's done. I will personally terminate his contract. <laughs> Walk into the front office. He's done. He's done. You're <laughs> not getting me out of here until <laughs> he's gone. That would be that would be bad. Let's see. He's got oh, he's, all right. Thirty six minutes per goal, but he's he's played what right around one hundred and fifteen minutes. There's no wait. How does that math check out then? It doesn't. <laughs> Like, it's just not right. So we got 32 minutes against the Union, 40 against the Timbers, so 72 minutes plus 20 against Miami is 92 plus 16. Uh, we're at 102, 108. 108. And he scored one goal. Yeah. So it's a goal every 54 minutes. So how? Either way, still a goal a match. Goal a match. <laughs> Every fifty something minutes, you know what I mean? Like if you're like oh oh, I see what you're saying. I was like, no, he's played. In... <laughs> then why does it say he's only played in two matches? Are these? Oh no, because he's only played in um. I'm just stupid. It's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a common occurrence. Goal so. every thirty six minutes. Yeah. All right, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna move on. I doubted football, but I got screwed for it. So I doubt it too, a lot of the time. Maxime, oh, they have Maxime Crepeau in goal. I forgot. He's a Canadian starting keeper, so they got a World Cup bound keeper as well. Hopefully, we do. Mm-hmm. Pedro getting the two 0 win tonight. Another clean sheet for Peru, and uh, they move on to the playoff against the winner of Australia and the United Arab United Arab Emirates. Yeah, we should see them go through. Hopefully, in the playoff. Yeah. Um, Pedro is a top class. You know, international keeper. He's been listed very highly in that in those rankings. So, I'd love to see him go and perform well on that stage, man. Yeah, it would be really nice to see if we could have if we got a Facundo go to a World Cup at what twenty one. Yeah, tw- yeah, yeah. Save offs there for Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Facundo's with Uruguay, obviously, and then Pedro uh, with Peru. And then at that point, the MLS season ends, like, what, two weeks before the World Cup? Something like that, yeah. So we don't have to worry about them in our season, really. They can just go and enjoy, hopefully, us in a World Cup and some of our boys in a World Cup. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be fun. So? You guys want to do predictions for the USA match and... Yeah, LA match. We got to pre- let's do a prediction for the USA match because then we'll have another episode after that and preview the fully preview the fully LAFC preview. match. All right, all right. You, you go first. No, you're the one that brought it up, so it's all you, buddy. Right. Uh, two nil, USA wins. All right, with a good performance too. Like we control the match down in Costa Rica. I know we haven't won there in qualifying mm-hmm. ever, maybe, or it's been a very long time, but. I think that if there's a time to do it, coming off such a big win, mm-hmm. why not show the whole world and say we're here? 
we're not USA of 2017. We improved. We have young talent. And we're going to play our hardest every single time we step out on the field. So I would like to see a 2-0 win. I can get behind that. You're going 2-0 also? I'm not. Oh, all right. I thought you said you could get behind it. I'm going to go 2-1. Mm-hmm. I don't think we keep the clean sheet. I don't rate Stefan that highly, personally. Mm-hmm. So I think if he gets truly challenged, they will be able to find the net on one of the opportunities. But I do think we win that game. I do think that we're going to be convincing enough, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. control that game. But they're going to have their opportunities as well because, yeah. you know. So the only reason why I say, like, 2-0 t- to their only really good part of their team is Navas right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't, they don't score that frequently. They aren't that good in attack. Mm-hmm. So, if we're just defensively solid in defense, I think our attack has enough talent to score at least two on them. I could definitely score, see us scoring at least two for sure. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I don't really know exactly what's going to happen. Like, all of us don't know. But it's either going to be, like, I feel like it's either going to be 3-4-0 no us, or it's just going to be a 1-0 no win. I don't. I can't see us losing this game, especially after the momentum we're coming off of in the win that we just had on Sunday. But, I like, I don't. one, I don't trust Greg. Mm-hmm. Two, like I, like I mentioned earlier, the El Salvador 1-0 no win, where we play, like, garbage in the first half. And then we just get an Anthony Robinson goal in the 52nd minute to win. Uh, it's just too up and down. Yep. So it's either going to be we're staying on the up after the Panama win or we're coming right back down and only winning like 1-0. Oh. I think there's too much momentum. Like I, I, we all say, there's too mm-hmm. much momentum behind this team. I, I feel like it's just continuing from just CONCACAF, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and Gold Cup and just – the one hiccup in there and then we just continue to to get back on on form so I really want to see Pulisic Pepe maybe I don't know who my number nine would be but I definitely want to see Pulisic Wea on the wings and I want to see Luca De La Torre with Reyna and Tyler Adams in the midfield you say Pepe and Pulisic on the wing? no Wea Way up close, all right. And maybe right. Pepe up top. I don't know who my number nine would be. Shout out to uh, De La Torre being the best Ooh. teammate of... <laughs> Personal bodyguard there. Yeah, I was going to say the best yeah. teammate on the men's national team. <laughs> Literally made the official think it was him that was started. Like, it was yelling at as Christian was walking away. That may have yeah. saved him from a, a more serious situation there, low-key. You know what else I noticed? Kind of like that. I've seen it, I want to say overseas. It's not really just like an overseas thing. But when we got both of the penalties in that game, there was always Uh someone else holding the ball, being like, all right, this is my pen. So then when all the Costa Rica, or not Costa Rica, sorry, Panama players were still arguing with the ref and trying to get into the guy's head taking the pen, they were just like, I'm not even taking this pen. Like, good luck, keep talking. And then Christian would just walk up when they're all gone, step up and put it away. (laughs) So... It's it's smart, and you're starting to see that more in games. So it's uh, I like seeing it. Greg's learning, us. you know what I mean. 
Uh, that may not even be Greg. That may just it's be the just players. The players being like, yeah. Yeah, you just stay over here. I don't see that egghead <laughs> having more than a yolk spill out of his head. <laughs> so. Well, he won the game, and he didn't. He didn't make me spill it out of his head for him. Uh, so. It's about time. Hey, I think we're uh, crunched for time here. So that's about all the time we have to talk about stuff today. But we are going to preview LA, correct? We're going to get another one out? Yeah, we're coming back for the LAFC preview before the weekend. Cool. And then maybe we can officially debut a We Speak Football as well? Yeah, for sure. So stay tuned for that on our social medias at We Speak Football. Or no? Sorry, wrong wrong show. (laughs) OC Fan TV on Instagram and OCFanTV22 on Twitter and on YouTube at OCFanTV just right there where you can see our beautiful faces in full clear resolution hopefully today I don't know about beautiful faces but clear resolution we gotta figure it out (laughs) that's for sure onwards and upwards baby (laughs) we got the second camera sitting over there so that'll come into play hopefully later this week and you'll have two different angles of our beautiful uh, my beautiful faces. I don't know about you. I, I'd say I'm pretty beautiful. So it's only I'm you just sharing. A, I'm there. sharing a couch with <laughs> this guy. <laughs> These guys also knocking Duke out on the second. You heard it here first. Yeah. Mm. Yep. You're gonna be like Big Bye, Cat Coach B. K. I was gonna say you're gonna be like uh, Big Cat be made to eat your words on a live stream. If. North Carolina loses, I'll find a way to get a Duke shirt and I'll wear it. <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coach K's the best. Uh, I say you get a tattoo. Whoa. Whoa. If you're paying for it. Sure. <laughs> I'm not getting a Duke <laughs> tattoo, <laughs> no. Why would I get a Duke tattoo? Just saying, we'll just wait until another Friday the 13th and I'll find one that'll fit <laughs> in the circle for you, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, we got the Instagram and Twitter out there. We got all of our words out, and uh, we'll see you guys later this week. Adios. Let's finish the job. Can you let me hit the record and end button? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>